Your organic search is over. Here's Naturally Savvy with health experts Andrea Donsky and Lisa Davis. Lisa Davis with Andrea Donsky. I have to say my whole life I have struggled with, I don't know if I have a tiny bladder, I just pee a lot, but every time I go to the bathroom, right after I go, I feel like I still have to go. So I read something that changed my life and the woman here joins, excuse me, who did this (laughs) joins us now. I'm so flustered because it really has changed my life. Her name is Jenny Donatelli. I'm, and we're talking about potty training for little girls. And I just want to say, Jenny, the book is fantastic. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Grateful to be here. It's so nice to have you on. Now, the reason I got flustered is because I never knew that you go to the bathroom. Okay, make sure you're sitting all the way. Your feet are on the floor. You're not you're not squatting above the toilet because that's not good for your bladder. And when you're done, you rock to the side and you rock front and a little bit more urine will come out. And I do that every time and it's completely changed my life. So why have I only heard about this now <laughs> in my 40s? I, that's okay. That's why we wrote the book, really, because, um, you know, Missy Lavender, who founded the Women's Health Foundation, and we've done many studies, Women's Health Foundation, um, over the last, we're, I think, celebrating our 12th year. And that was one of her missions was to get the word out. This is important information that people just don't talk about. And so writing this book was to hopefully help, you know, the women of the children that are reading the book. So it's not unusual that you wouldn't have heard. And when we teach this in the schools, we tell the girls, this is more, you know, you're going to learn more than 99% of women in the, in the world about this information <laughs> for the most part. Yeah, and you know what? I'm a nutritionist. So for us, we talk about you know, poo and pee all the time. So it's right up our alley. Like, well, I, that's I, I good. Think it's awesome. <laughs> now, I that's know, good. Not, go ahead. I was gonna say, I found out too long ago, something called the squatty potty that I thought was really brilliant. We saw, I mean, it's funny enough, we've been making our own squatty potties at home, but they actually came up with a product. Have you heard of that? And what Definitely. do you think about that product? <laughs> oh, yes, we totally think the squatty potty is genius. And yes, we use just a step stool at home. But yes, I tell people about the squatty potty. And especially I'm only five foot two. So well, you know, it makes a difference when you're shorter going to the bathroom and to have, you know, the, your feet lifted up on the, on the step stool or the squatty potty. It really does help. It helps relax the pelvic okay, so floor I... muscles, which we talk about in the book. Oh. Okay, because see, when I hear the word squatty, it makes me think you're squatting above it. And in the book, you say not to squat. So clarify this because I'm a little confused. Okay, so that's a good point. So when you, it, you definitely want to sit all the way down, and that whole purpose is to re- relax those pelvic floor muscles. And that's something at Women's Health Foundation that we really talk about to women and now girls. And the reason we did this with girls is because all of the women in our study kept saying, why didn't we know this when we were younger, just like you did, right? <laughs> so that's why we ended up going into the Chicago Public Schools and doing a study, and this the whole book is based on what we taught in the study. So... Um, So sitting all the way down. Yes, we teach our little girls to hover, right? Because it's dirty and we don't want them to get germs. And the reality is there really aren't that many germs on a toilet seat. And we always say, and we talk about this in the book, if you're worried about that, build a nest with toilet paper, wrap it around, and then sit down and be comfortable. You're talking about only when you're out in public, not when you're at home. I mean, when you're at home, yes, it's probably a toilet seat, right? Oh, right. Obviously. Yes, that's public toilet seat, of course. Unless you're really concerned about your toilet seat at home, but that's not very common. (laughs) If you are, you better start cleaning. That's right. (laughs) Get the natural cleaning products and uh, stop being lazy and clean your darn toilet. Uh, I mean, like, that's a 
problem, definitely. Okay, go ahead. You know what's so nice, though, Jenny, is I love that my 11-year-old daughter now is, uh, she'll be in the bathroom, and I'm like, oh, I, you know, she's always running late for things. So I'm like, honey, hurry up. She's like, I'm rocking and rolling in here, you know, like she's doing that rock and roll to the side. And she's noticed a difference, too. Luckily, she wasn't born with my ridiculously small bladder. She's not peeing every 10 minutes. But it, I think it's great that she's going to get these tips that I never got. And it would have made such a big difference. Well, I'm so happy that you said that because that's one of the reasons we talk about because pelvic health issues affect one in three women. And I, my, my bet is probably even more. And it can really become an uncomfortable um, situation. And a lot of women won't get help for 7 to 12 years before they even have this conversation with their doctor. So... Our thought was, let's go and teach girls as young as possible so that they understand that this is a conversation, they understand this part of their body, and now if there is something that they can recognize that's not going right down there, they can have a comfortable conversation with their healthcare provider. So does this affect also, so obviously we're talking about pooing, but what about peeing and the pelvic, you know, the bladder itself? Because I know for women who've had many children, especially vaginally, their bladder can fall, right? So talk a little bit about the bladder and how we should properly go into the bathroom properly and, you know, just anything else around in that. Because I know we just wrote an article recently, which is apparently a problem for a lot of women. Yeah, so we, we actually have something called the potty pledge in the book itself, and we talk about that. Make sure that you sit all the way down because that relaxes the pelvic floor. The thing is, if you're hovering, the pelvic floor isn't relaxed all the way. Now you're not emptying your bladder all the way. Can this potentially cause some type of urinary issues? Yes, it can. Could it cause potential UTIs? Sure. So if you're a girl who's constantly getting UTIs and you're hovering, this is something that could be contributing to that. So sitting all the way down, relaxing. We talk about the rock and roll. We talk about taking two minutes and not forcing your urine out because the pressure of forcing, again, over time could potentially cause this, as you said, kind of a bladder prolapse, which is called a cystocele. And, yes, um, a lot of women, I think I actually read the statistic, about 50% of women could have some types of prolapse after giving, having birth. Um, that's oh a pretty gosh. huge number. So having awareness around that can be really helpful because a lot of women will live with it and not say anything. And I really do believe and have heard it can affect their just well-being in general, you know, their quality of life, which is huge. Oh, definitely. You know, Jenny, I think one of the reasons that my bladder bothers me is because I, I, for, I do the forcing thing. Well, I, I should say I did the forcing thing because I always felt like I go and then there's still some left. And so I felt like I had to push it out. So now I have to retrain. And I'm telling you, I'm not always perfect. And I'll be pushing I'm like, no, wait, just take a deep breath, relax and do the rock and roll. Because like I said, I've been struggling with this my whole life. So it really yeah. has made a big difference for me. So I'm so glad you did this book. And what a great thing. And you know, it is different having the potty training for little girls versus boys, right? Because our whole plumbing is different. Well, right, we say it's true in the book. I mean, boys from day one, they can see their anatomy, they can, you know, they can actually see themselves urinate. That's not so easy for us <laughs> girls, right? So it's yes. a huge difference. And yes, we have more um, things going on below the belt, which, you know, it, and, and so much of it is a mystery and not talked about. So, yes, it's so important for us to get our young girls and adult women understanding this part of the body. We really believe that. And we have seen it. And, again, so happy to hear that it's made a difference in your life because those are the things. Like when I'm at a health fair and we start talking, you know when a woman has an issue, she'll just lean in and listen. <laughs> So, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's always my that's favorite. So it's call, I call it the lean in. Oh, there she is. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> so, all right. So, Jenny, tell us, we just have a, you know, not too, about a minute and a half left. Tell us what the Women's Health Foundation is, just a little bit of a background, because I've never heard of it until today. So I'd love to learn more. Oh, okay, great. Women's Health Foundation, we're a nonprofit. With, uh, we're based in Chicago, but we have a nationwide program. And the goal is to help women and girls with pelvic health and awareness around pelvic health. We do evidence-based research and then provide programs from that research. And that's how this book came about. So Below Your Belt, um, it actually was uh, the study that we did in Chicago Public Schools, we were so grateful, was published in the Journal of Pediatric and Adolescent Gynecology in October of last year. And everything we do usually gets published in some type of medical journal just so that we, you know, let people know that this is something. Yeah, so thanks. (laughs) Okay, so basically pelvic health. So that's really good for everyone to know. And and your website is womenshealthfoundation.org. And you're also on Twitter at Women's Health HF, correct? Yes, thank you. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on our show today. I mean, I think this is such an important topic. And I think, obviously, pelvic health as for women is so important before you've had kids, after you've had kids. I mean, this is a discussion that I think we should have more conversations around, Jenny. So if you would like to come back, we'd love to have you on anytime. Oh, we'd love to come back. And Missy, my co-author and the founder of Women's Health Foundation, she's fabulous to talk to. She'd be a great person to have on, too. Yes, yeah, she's she's scheduled, by the way, so in a couple oh, of weeks. Oh, yay! All right, well, we are good to consult women. Our public health is under control. I like it. All right, well, I'm Andrew Donsky along with Lisa Davis. This is Naturally Savvy Radio on Radio MD. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Your Radio MD and at Naturally Savvy. Thanks for listening, everyone. Stay well.